Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 2177. We continue our celebration of the third annual Chattanooga Motor Car Festival. It takes place October 14th through the 16th. It's an amazing three-day festival, including a Concorde Elegance, the Canosa Fall Rally, the Pace Grand Prix at the Bend, that's right, vintage race cars, the Gathering of the Greats Ferrari Edition, a Meekum Auction, and a Family Fun Zone, just to mention a few of the wonderful things at this event. To learn more and get your tickets, go to ChattanoogaMotorCar.com. Be prepared to be inspired. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, inspiring automotive enthusiasts, and welcome to Cars Yeah! Today I'm in beautiful Mooresville, North Carolina, with a very special guest, a guy that you will know, Ray Evernham. Ray, welcome to Cars Yeah! Do you have it in gear, and are you ready to release the clutch? I am. Um, actually, I'm pulling the paddles. You know, nowadays you don't have too many clutches, so we're, we're pulling the paddles today. I know. You know, I've had a lot of people on my show in the last year, especially in the EV world, both um, designers, fabricators, builders, uh, battery people. And every time I say that now, I think I'm going to have to change this in the future because there's no clutch in these electric vehicles. But race cars are the same. I've got a paddle shift car out in my garage, which is 17 years old. It's an older BMW, but I kind of like that. Do you, do you like that kind? Of shifting i do i like it both i've got i've got a uh i got a very old mid-60s hot rod that that's hard as heck to drive drives like a tractor and yeah got some big old trucks and stuff like that so i like it both you know i i appreciate the um you know the, the purity of driving an older vehicle with a clutch and no power steering and something that you got to chase around on bias fly tires but i also really appreciate the technology of some of the new cars with the paddles and the braking i've got a, a jeep rubicon with a 392 in it that's got almost 500 horsepower and Ooh. paddles and all that stuff <laughs> it's pretty darn impressive <laughs> yeah. vehicle i gotta tell you it's still a jeep though you, you know it, as, as much as it'll go fast in a straight line you don't want to be whipping that thing off the uh off the exits too quickly no you know, no end up upside down that's why they have roll bars so my neighbor had a jeep for a while yeah. and he had a bumper sticker on the back that was you had to read it upside down unless the car was flipped over and it says if you can read this roll me over so uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the way it goes well before i give you a proper introduction which is kind of hard to do with a career like you've had but I've, I've done my best to modify it a little bit would you share one little thing with us that maybe this might be difficult people don't know about you ray oh wow um Oh, man, you know, I mean, I think what what people maybe don't know about me is that I am uh, I feel very, very lucky and I feel very, very blessed. And I know that some of the things that you're going to read, you asked me before we went on, you know, I, I, I would tell people what they don't know about me is I feel very much like the Forrest Gump of motorsports because I have no idea. <laughs> I, have, I, I look back at the list and go, I didn't set out to do all of that stuff. It just kind of happened. Well, you know, I, I told you this in our pre-show chat. We had a nice little talk. And I said, you know, sometimes things do just happen, but they happen because you work your tail off and you look for every advantage. And you've got a true racer's mentality. Racers look for every opening and they take it. And in a career path, sometimes people will see openings, but they don't dive in. They think, ah, uh, no, too risky or too much work. I don't want to do that. You've dove into just about everything there can be. So I like the analogy of diving into a corner. 
Yeah, you know, I always tell everybody, you know, as much as people like to think that I am a very, um, you know, process and planning base person. And I can do that on projects, but lots of times when I make a move, I trust my gut. And, you know, I'm one of those people that go, okay, we're going to jump out of this airplane and we're going to build a parachute on the way down. <laughs> and, uh, and, you know, that's just, it's just part of it, you know? Don't do that, Ray. That that one doesn't work. I can almost guarantee No, you. well, you, you never know. You know, if you're good enough you, and you can sew quick enough, you know, yeah. that, that that's the deal. But it just comes time when, you know, you, you've got a, you know, you get an opportunity that's presented to you and, you know, um, you, you, you just got to take it and figure it out on the way, you know, because sometimes people miss opportunities trying to plan too much. Yes. And again, sometimes you just got to have confidence in, in your ability and confidence that you can get the job done and, and jump out of that airplane and sew as fast as you can on the ground. <laughs> now, before you get to the ground. <laughs> there's a quote. I'm going to put that one in, in your uh, show notes page. Now, you know, another thing before I give you introduction, tell me if this is true or not. And I was going to, I was going to answer for you in case you were struggling with this question. Were you and your wife on a box of Wheaties once? Uh, we were, but it wasn't a, um, you know, it wasn't a for sale box. It was a, uh, you know, it was kind of a, you know, uh, Wheaties used to make these um, boxes when we were involved, uh, certainly with uh, the, the folks from General Mills, but it's pretty cool. You know, they were display boxes they did for certain personalities. But yes, my wife and I uh, were both uh, on a box of Wheaties. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I remember eating those in the mornings and uh, seeing all the different famous people on those boxes and so forth. But uh, yeah, that's uh, that's pretty sweet. Well, let me give you a proper introduction here. Ray Everham has more than four decades of experience uh, jumping at airplanes and sewing uh, parachutes. Well, at least in his mind, uh, in the automotive and racing industries. He has worked with the biggest names in motorsports history, including Gordon, Andretti, Foyt, and Earnhardt. Ray was a vital force in resurrecting the International Race of Champions, IROC. I want to thank you for that because that was cool. Uh, he won three NASCAR Sprint Cup championships as a crew chief for Jeff Gordon. Yeah, that guy. And partnered with Dodge to build Everham Motorsports into one of the most successful teams in NASCAR history. Most recently, Ray co-created a made-for-TV motorsports property for CBS called Superstar Racing Experience, consisting of a six-race series with 12 legendary drivers from all forms of motorsports. Ray was inducted into the NASCAR Hall of Fame back in 2018. Congratulations. And by the way, since this week we're talking about the Chattanooga Motor Car Festival, he is one of the celebrity guests that you're going to see at that event. We'll be back in just a moment. But first, a word from our sponsors. They keep the fuel in the tanks here. So we'll pull into the pit stop and we'll be right back. Autumn has arrived, the weather is changing, and that means your vehicle needs extra protection against everything that Mother Nature can drop. Covercraft offers you a multitude of layers and protection for your special rides. Are you putting your summer toys, watercraft, RV, motorcycles, trailers, even your patio furniture away? Well, Covercraft has a custom fit cover just for you. Covercraft offers you 10 different car cover options, that's right, 10 for your vehicle's protection, whether you store it inside or out. All carefully crafted into the form and fit with the quality and attention to detail that's been their standard since 1965. And don't forget, their custom fit seat covers, pet pads, yeah, Fido's gonna get wet and muddy, dash mats, sunscreens, and custom fit floor mats and trunk mats are available at Covercraft.com. Whatever the surface you want to protect, Covercraft has a solution just for you. And if you use the code YA21 at Covercraft.com, you'll get 10% off your Covercraft order plus free shipping. That's right, 10% off and free shipping. Simply use the code YEAH21 at checkout. Come on, Mother Nature, bring it on. Covercraft, protecting the things that move you. 
Most people don't think about their collector car insurance until their annual premium becomes due. Well, why wait and see if there are better options for your beloved rides? I didn't. Did you know if you change carriers before your policy runs out, your insurance company has to refund you the unearned portion of your policy premium? I did my homework, I shopped around, and I found American Collectors Insurance. They've been protecting collector vehicles since 1976. I encourage you to call my friends at American Collectors Insurance. Ask them about their agreed value policy. And if your collector vehicle is on your regular auto policy, you will be shocked at the savings, not to mention the assurance, should something bad happen to your ride, that you'll get what your vehicle is actually worth. Give them a call today for a quote at 866-ACI-YEAH. That's 866-224-9324. Tell them you're a friend of Mark Green at Cars Yeah. American Collectors Insurance. Classic car insurance designed by collectors for collectors. Automotive enthusiasts just like you and me. That's American Collectors Insurance. Give them a call today. Fall is here, and you know what that means. Time to put a good coat of protection on your vehicle. I'm teamed up with AutoGeek, and they've been the leading source of auto detailing products, accessories, and expert knowledge for more than 20 years. What started back in 1997 as a small mail-order catalog company grew into a multi-website-based e-commerce store, and that's what they are today. With a large online presence on its own website featuring close to 100 different brands, AutoGeek has grown to be the largest car care retailer in the country. AutoGeek's wholesale program serves accounts in over 30 countries, and its retail sector ships worldwide. If you want to protect your vehicle this fall, and you should, go to AutoGeek.net for the best product selection on the internet today and technical support. AutoGeek.net is where I go for my detailing needs. That's AutoGeek.net. So, Ray, as I said, I love to dive a little deeper into the corner, especially with a racing guest here on the show. And I want to do a little quick recap, if, if that's even possible, of your career. But maybe kind of walk us through some of this uh, of what you've done before we get into the Chattanooga Motor Car Festival, because I really want to talk about that today and what they're doing. My goodness, my friend, what a career. And then also dive into the uh, Superstar Racing Experience, the SRX series that you're doing, which is something all kind of new and different than your whole past. So uh, can you give us a little bit of a, a couple laps around the track of this amazing career? Sure, we'll make a qualifying uh, run at it. Here. I like it. <laughs> I'll give you the quick reader's uh, digest version. It. But you know, again, just started working on local short track cars way back in uh, in the 1970s in New Jersey. Love, just love racing. But um, built my own cars, and then finally, uh, I went to work uh, for the International Race of Champions. Roger Penske and Jay Signori uh, had. Uh, bringing the, the series back in 84. So worked on those cars and then uh, moved from there into having my own, uh, my, my own shop building race cars. Wanted to be a, uh, wanted to be a, a race car driver, got hurt uh, in and in, got injured in 1991 and had to take some time off. And in that time off, uh, got hooked up with this guy named Jeff Gordon. And, uh, and I, I moved to North Carolina and, uh, you know, we, we did well in the Bush series and a guy named Rick Hendrick hired us. So oh, we, Rick, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, uh, and then went through, um, built a number 24 team and uh, had had a great career with Jeff and Rick Hendrick. And Dodge uh, came calling in, in 99 or 2000. So we, we helped bring Dodge back into the sport, ran our own teams, but developed a car and an engine and, and uh, parts distribution, things like that for Dodge. And then in 2007, 
I sold that and I went into the personality side uh, of television. Loved to uh, work for ABC, ESPN, and, and uh, did a lot of the uh, wide world of sports and auto racing. Was fantastic. Loved it. Uh, and then uh, moved into the production side of things with my television show, Americana. And then we did some work with NBC and NASCAR and NBC and had a show called Glory Road. And again, really enjoyed the TV. But then that COVID thing hit and yeah, kind of yeah. threw everything upside down. Um, and, and in the interim, we had bought a, a company named JRI Shocks, uh, working with a good friend of, of mine, developing race car shocks and high-end street car shocks, and recently sold that uh, to a company called Arnott, and they're continuing to do great, uh, great things with it. And been playing around now doing uh, lots of vintage cars, vintage racing, custom cars. We, we've taken some time. I've gotten back to driving a little bit, did a lot with the SVRA and HSR, uh, made a run at Pikes Peak with a car that we built and won our class uh, up there. Uh, entered cars at Pebble Beach and won there, and entered cars at uh, Amelia Island. So we've gotten into the show circuit and have recently taken on a, a contract working closely with a good friend of mine, Marcus Smith from SMI, uh, helping to grow his uh, the, the auto fair and some of the automotive things that uh, that he wants to do as well. So it, it's been a ride for sure that, uh, you know, when you look at from being mechanic to driver to crew chief to to owner, to television, um, the, the broadcast analyst, to production, uh, and then on to, you know, the, the business owner and, and still trying to figure out uh, what I want to be at when I grow up at this point. <laughs> you know, I'm going to call you a diamond, Ray. You have so many facets to you and so many pieces to you. And I love the evolution of so many different things. And you made a nice little segue for us here because Judy Stropas, who's brought me so many guests and she's lined up things this week where we're promoting the Chattanooga Motor Car Festival, uh, said, Mark, you know, you got... I don't know how you're going to talk with Ray and not talk about Chattanooga, but he's got so many things to talk about. But we're going to kind of steer you down this path because you mentioned building cars, racing vintage cars. I used to race vintage cars. It's so much fun. Uh, you're at a whole nother level, but vintage racing is what it is. No contact type sport, if you can do that. And also showing, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and also showing cars. So I want to talk about your involvement with Chattanooga. You're going to be one of the many celebrity guests here. And we're going to run through a, a list here that you listeners have heard this week, but I want to say it again because you're in very rarefied company of some amazing people. But let's talk a little bit about your perception of Chattanooga Motor Car Festival. Is this your first year there or were you involved in years past? I actually sent a car a few years ago and then went myself and, and uh, you know, I look what, what the DeFore brothers are doing down there and it's amazing, incredible. You know, we, we've got to continue to, for those of us who love the automotive hobby so much, we've got to continue to, to show these things and make, make it entertaining to, to bring in the casual fans and to bring in younger people. And, uh, you know, I can tell you that, that Judy Stropas um, is one of the most marvelous women you'll ever meet uh, ladies you'll ever meet um and and she knows like the business and she you know met her years ago working uh, when i was in the penske organization but she she's she's seen the business inside and out still works her her butt off i mean raced a go-kart i, I was actually her little her crew chief on a go-kart uh, not not long ago oh, really? Warner, <laughs> you know and she drives the heck out of that thing yeah um but uh you know they invited me down to be part of this and i'm honored honestly just to, to help them grow that they they do an amazing job um, you know, Chattanooga is such a cool, cool city, and they 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 
they've brought just so many events there to the fact where they built a racetrack. And uh, Tony Perella and the SVRA group are coming in there um, to run some vintage races. They, you know, uh, and then the, the cars, the displays, the stages, the the celebrities that they bring in. You know, they've gotten really serious. This is going to be one of the premier events on the East Coast. There's there's no doubt about it. And and you know, it, it's it's something that I, that I'm honored to, to be invited. When you do look at that list of people and the things that they're doing, just the fact that they 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 said, hey, would you like to come to this? And then not only that, but Ken Gross, uh, Ken's another legend. Like the guy's yes. a legend. He knows everybody. Yeah. And he, he said, hey, can you put together a little stock car class for us? And I was able to get six really significant wing cars because I thought, man, the, the wing cars are so rare and so unique. And it's something that that um, some of the younger people might really like. So we've got six really significant wing cars coming to, to Chattanooga. And now um, they've invited my wife, Erin, to come and, and, and be on a panel as well. So it's, uh, you know, it, it is not the biggest by far yet because it's still fairly new. But I'm going to tell you that the, the potential that this event has and, and the fun that we have there, the way that they're planning this thing out is going to be, you know, there's no doubt in my mind that this is going to be one of the most significant events on the East Coast soon. Yeah, it's incredible. The combination of things and the fact that they built that racetrack basically in a year. How do you do that? I mean, it's just the commitment, you know, the c- commitment. And, 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 you know, as I said, the, the four brothers are they're, they're very, very committed you know, it's been several years since I had been to Chattanooga. And when I went there last year, I was blown away, blown away. It, w- it was, you know, between the restaurants and the, the facilities and the, you know, the, the way they made it easy for everybody to get around it. It is, it, is a, it is a two or three day party atmosphere. Really a big celebration. You know, what's really cool about this event is it's kind of centered in town. And you think about concours typically being on lawns and you go, well, wait, you can have a concours on the streets. But no, it's it's so cool because of the way everything's positioned. They have these big uh, jumbotrons. So if you're in one area doing one thing, you can see what's going on in another. They're going to have very family centric fun zones. So you can bring kids, as you said, we got to make sure the young kids get excited by this. The, the Pace Grand Prix we've mentioned and rally are you going to be aside from all i know they're going to run you guys ragged as far as celebrities all over the place there's going to be chance for people to meet you and get autographs and pictures and things but are you going to be involved or like judging in the concourse are you going to be riding in the the rally are you going to be on the track how are you going to be involved Uh, honestly i i'm going to be hosting the uh, panel where i'll be speaking with jeff hammond and donnie allison who's one of the few guys that are left around that have actually driven that raced these wing cars and raced against them uh with some of the interviews i'll be working with some of with um with justin bell and his group doing uh, some of the the race announcing which i I enjoyed last year doing the announcing but most of the time quite honestly you know if they want me to judge happy to judge but i like walking around shaking hands talking to people and just uh looking at cars so you know i I, I, people say, Hey, what are you doing? I'm I'm looking at cars just like you. (laughs) So don't be afraid to come up and and say hi. Yeah, absolutely. It's really cool. Now the list of people that you're going to be there with is pretty incredible. And I I've had this week, I had Wayne Carini on the show. He started the show off on Monday, Lynn St. James, uh, yesterday, you're today. We've got, uh, other people coming up here this week, but I'm going to just run through some of these names and, and stop me if you will, on some of these characters, because they are some pretty special people. Bill Rothermel, uh, who's been a guest here on the show, Brian Redmond. Now there's a guy, 
right? That's been in racing for a while. Legend, le- legend, incredible, incredible. Like to be able to spend time, I could sit and listen to Brian Redman talk for hours without moving. And sometimes I just keep feeding them glasses of wine so I can hear him <laughs> and Hobbs tell the stories. Yeah, he and Hobbs, they've both been on the show. And I tell you, when I had Brian as a guest here on the show years ago, it was his birthday, the day I interviewed him. You got to get him to sing the British birthday song because it is hilarious. It's not like ours here in the US. It's it's very different. Uh, Corky Coker, of course, who's for years, you know, he's since sold his business, but been providing tires and wheels to all of us. I mean, I bought lots of tires for my old cars from Corky. Oh, great. I, I still do. I, again, another great guy. And, and a lot of the people you're talking about are true, true automotive enthusiasts with a passion for keeping this going. You know, it, it's not just a bunch of people, you know, people think putting on something like this, that's eh, just, a you know, some rich guys throwing money at it. That's not true at all. Like the the, the, the commitment that goes into putting something like this, you know, for the purity of, of, the, of the hobby, if you will, is... It, it's amazing. And, and again, that's one of the reasons that I'm happy to be involved because there's a lot of really committed people here because they love the, the automobile. For sure. And Corky's going to have his museum there open so people that are at this event have yet another thing to do. Uh, Justin Bell, you mentioned Justin Bell, Tommy Kendall, the Torque Show. They're going to be there. Those two characters, oh, yeah. which they're just awesome. Uh, they, are, they are true characters. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they play off each other well. And I was so fortunate because Tommy was my guest number 500 way back on this show. And he he said during that show, he goes, hey, Mark, when we reach a thousand, why don't you invite me back to interview you? And I thought he was just being nice, but I was nearing my 1000th guest and he called me, he said, hey, am I going to get to come back and interview you? And I went, wow, you you remembered you said that? And so he interviewed me, which was kind of a fun twist to the mic. Of course, Keith Martin, I'm sitting here looking at my, my latest sports car market magazine and the markets and so forth. And you mentioned Ken Gross, Oh my gosh! Who does that guy not know? Guy, I'm gonna tell you, he knows. He knows everybody. You know, he could. You know, I, I, I just know that wherever you went, you know, it could be to the White House or, or you know, to, to uh, you know, to, to any any of the the. the big events anywhere you know he's like he's like knowing the pope you you know (laughs) yeah you know when i feel like everybody knows him yeah when i started this show you know i'm up to well you're my guest number 2177 i thought maybe someday i'll know close to as many people as ken knows but i've still got a ways to go i think and of course the first lady of racing and motorsports linda vaughn uh is going to be there and i'll tell you for anyone who's ever met linda vaughn she was a guest here. She's got to be one of the sweetest ladies ever. And really sharp. You know, you, you could learn so much from Linda Vaughn. She is way, way sharper on promoting and understanding the business and marketing than people ever give her credit for. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's just incredible. Uh, Wayne Creaney, of course, you don't need to say anything about him because everybody knows about him. Mike Tilson, who's going to be a guest, uh, believe, tomorrow uh, on the show here, if everything works out with my scheduling. Uh, he's spectacular. Scott Speed, now there's a name in racing. Now, how could you be born Scott Speed and not be a racer, right? And I, I'll tell you, you know, Scott, you know, drove um, in our SRX series, and I've known he and, and his wife, Amanda, um, for quite a while. And he is a true, he's a personality, you know, and uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I, again, looking forward to seeing him as well. Yeah. And Tom Cotter. Now there's another one, the guy that finds everything in the barn, right? Amazing guy, you know, just an incredible guy. And, you know, it, you just, just wish you could, you could download uh, you know, what that guy has seen 
Um, you know, and I guess you can by, by reading his books, but right. just an amazing guy that loves the hobby. You know, he and uh, Michael Allen Ross, who's an amazing photographer, they did a trip this summer from uh, Key West to Dead Horse, Alaska. They had a Ford game, a new Bronco, and they got an Airstream trailer. And they called me and said, hey, we're coming through your town. We thought we'd stop and say hi. So my wife and I invited them to pull up into our driveway and uh, we fit, fed them a nice home cooked meal after eating on the road, you know, for weeks and weeks. And they said, you guys smell a little uh, ripe. Maybe you need to take a shower and sleep in a real bed tonight. And so they spent the night with us and uh, we had a really fun time. And when I, I first saw my wife who was coming to dinner, she's like, who are these people? <laughs> and I go, just wait, it'll be a fun evening. And it was great. He bought a big uh, bottle of Pilar rum uh, as a nice little homecoming or housewarming guest for us. And uh, it was cool. Lynn St. James, of course, uh, is on the show. And uh, of course, Chip Foose, you know, a guy who builds a few cars. So you're in good company. Yeah, you and again, there, you talk about you, you will rarely meet a guy that's that talented and that humble as Chip Foose. Like he is honestly, whenever I get to spend time with him, I always enjoy it because he is he's truly, truly a nice guy. Yeah, it's a fun group. We're going to take a short break. We come back. I've got a few more questions for you. So let's pull into the pit stop, refuel, and keep the seatbelt cinched tight. We'll be right back. You've heard me talk about Linkage Magazine all year long, a magazine that is geared for the automotive life. Well, guess what? They're going from four issues to six issues. That's right. If you subscribe or renew your current subscription by December 31st of this year, 2022, you can get six issues for the price of four. Just make sure you go to LinkageMag.com, click on the Renew button, use the promo code RENEW6 for one year, or Renew 12 for two years. Linkage Magazine, I've been enjoying it all year long. I can't wait to six issues a year versus four. You can't either. And if you've got a great friend, this makes a great holiday gift. LinkageMag.com, get your subscription or Renew today. Experiences, opinions, and values. That's Linkage Magazine, geared for the automotive life. If you're listening to this program, there's a pretty good chance you believe what I believe, that the collector vehicles we love are more than just a means of getting from one place to the other. They're a part of our culture, our identity, and as a people, they bring us together at vintage races, classic car auctions, and thousand-mile rallies. That's why I support the RPM Foundation, which exists to ensure that the critical skills necessary to preserve and restore these important vehicles aren't lost to time. RPM stands for Restoration, Preservation, and Mentorship. And their goal is to inspire the next generation of vehicle restoration professionals through its outreach programs. And they include Shop Hop, Off to the Races, the RPM Future Class, and many others. These programs engage talented young people across the country and connect them with mentors and a variety of opportunities in the industry. For more information on how the RPM Foundation is driving the future of collector vehicles skill trade, visit rpm.foundation today. So, Ray, I like to ask my guests about challenges. And and I've got to ask you this because you've been in a career path, especially in racing, that it's a challenging sport. One weekend you're a superstar, the next week you're kind of a chump. Uh, Up and down, uh, could you share maybe one massive obstacle you faced in your career that maybe really set you back, but more importantly, taught you a really valuable lesson? Oh, you know, there's a lot of really valuable lessons that I've learned in the, um, in the, in the, in the world, right? You know, the, um, and not just in this, 
sport and you know speaking from 50 years of experience in there you know not not um not everything is going to work out as you plan it or as you set it out but if you work at it long enough and hard enough you're not going to fail mm. uh so you know i've made some some good decisions in, that have won us races and i've made some bad decisions that have that have cost us races and i think the biggest regrets that i have in my career my life are probably things that i've said or done in anger Mm. So learning to control your emotions so that, you know, you've got the right emotion to be super competitive, but controlling the negative emotions are probably that's the, the biggest lessons that uh, I've learned because you can't, you know, you can fix just about anything mechanically, but you can't really fix when you've, uh, when you've said something or hurt someone's feelings that you just can't take back. You know, gosh, what an incredible lesson, especially for young people, especially this day and age, because people are so brave behind the keyboard and they say things sometimes that you just, I, as a more mature guy, like you and you and I are the same age. And I go, Whoa, why would you say that? And I think people don't realize you're right. When you're angry and frustrated, upset with whatever it might be, something trivial or something major, you really have to take a step back. My father-in-law was a Marine for 30 years. And that was a guy that I would see in a situation that would be very, very frustrating that might make me fly off the handle. And he had a way about him. And I asked him one time, I said, Dad, his name was Jim. I said, how do you do that? And he said, well, in the Marine Corps, you're taught that because when you're in war, he served Vietnam two, two terms. He said, you can't fly off the handle. You've got to maintain composure or else it'll cost lives. And I would ask you this, given you opened the door for this, how did you learn to manage those moments of frustration, anger, especially on the track, let's say, so that you could take somehow a step back in your head? Like, what's the process that you might help someone out there that maybe flies off the handle too fast to help them know how to not do that? Well, I've been very fortunate to have been around people who set good examples. Uh, and I can't sit here and say that I'm perfect at it because I'm, I'm, you know, I'm a work in progress. Uh, but, but unfortunately, the the things that teach you the lessons are 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 when you make the mistakes. So, um, by by making mistakes and looking back on something and saying that was stupid, you know, or why did I say that, or why did I do that, or I really wasn't thinking clearly. So, you know, we're we're, we're talking about, you know, we're I know one of your questions was about books, but we're currently writing a book. I'm writing a book with uh, with a gentleman named Joe Garner, and and the name of the book is going to be Trophies and Scars, right? So the you know people know about all these trophies, but some of those scars are things that, you know, you didn't handle properly. So it, it comes from experience. And, and all I could say to young people or to other people right now, it's like, man, just just stop and think. And before you, before you push the send button or before you open your mouth, just take a deep breath. You know, that uh, because, you know, sometimes your best qualities are your worst qualities. With me, my commitment and, and my, my emotion, that fire that I carry with me, is is the things that push me ahead to get the to get the job done to mm -hmm. to get it done to do these these things but as i said that also can can cause a problem sometimes so finding that balance is tough you know be patient with yourself but try and try and to, to try and really look at 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 every experience with an open mind because there is a fine line you know between not pushing hard enough and and again being emotionally you know saying things or doing things that really would have had no um 
no effect on the outcome if you didn't say them. Right. No benefit. You, you know, you're right. Be pa- I love that term you said. Be patient with yourself. Take a breath and be patient with yourself and uh, you'll be able to maintain. Nicely said. You know, I like to ask guests about special vehicles. You've had so many special vehicles in your life, but let's go back a moment to the Chattanooga event because NASCAR winged cars. Can you walk through for our listeners that aren't real quite sure which kind of cars you, I know a NASCAR car, wing cars, what are you talking about? The cars are going to be on display. Um, the 1969 Dodge Daytonas and the 1970 Plymouth Superbirds was a real long nose cones and the high wings, you know, um, you know, the, uh, just like they, they had in, in the movie, you know, the King in the, in the movie cars, you know, very excited about kids, but those cars were just amazing. You know, they were outlawed in just a couple years. You know, they're legendary in NASCAR. Uh, right now, uh, we, we have uh, number 43, one of Richard Petty's uh, cars. Todd Werner is, is bringing that. The car, the number 88 car that uh, we restored to 200, that broke the 200 mile per hour barrier. The first car to ever do that, owned by Scott Borchetta. Out of Nashville. Wow. Um, that car will be coming down. Uh, the Marty Robbins, number 42, uh, w- will be there. One of uh, Jack McCoy's cars, Doug Schellinger's car is coming from uh, uh, Ramos Stott's number seven Superbird that you know, had had run. That the, the incredible Tim Welburn is, is sending down that number 71, uh, one of the most recognizable race cars ever, yeah. that number 71 K&K Dodge driven by Bobby Isaac. So again, you know, right now we've got six six incredible wing cars together. And that's, uh, you know, th- there aren't many of them even in existence. So to have six of them in one spot at, at one time, it's like a, last year they had a bunch of incredible Ferraris there, like incredible oh, Ferraris. Yeah, so yeah. I, I feel like from the stock car side of things, this is like a bunch of uh, of uh, Ferrari Daytonas or GTOs together, you know? Yeah, you know, you brought back some great memories. I used to build models as a kid and uh, building models of those cars you're talking about with the big wings and nose cones and, ooh, it's going to be incredible. You know, I'm going to ask you a question. I'm hoping you've been interviewed so many times. I'm hoping no one's ever asked you this. It's kind of a kind of an odd question, but I'm going to be your car psychologist today. Get in your head a little bit here. If you were reincarnated, pun intended, manifest as a vehicle. Now, this isn't what you want to be. This is how you perceive yourself, the man in the mirror, as a vehicle. What would you be? But more importantly, why? Oh, wow. You know, when I did the Cars movie, I was a voice in Cars 3 and consulted with them. Uh, and I know you probably know Jay Ward from yes. Pixar. Oh, yeah. Uh, but, you know, I love Jay. He, he's a super, super guy. But he did ask me this question. And, oh, uh, okay. Uh, yeah. And it, it, believe it or not, you know, as much as I'd like to say, you know, I'd be some super, you know, Corvette, Ferrari, you know, some super high performance car, you, you know, I have always seen myself... I'm kind of an El Camino, probably, you know, nice. like a 60, a really cool El Camino, you know, like an El Camino SS with a, you know, big lock and four speed, yeah. you know, but I've always been, uh, you know, almost like a, the mullet, you know, was it, you know, <laughs> except it's, you know, uh, an El Camino's, you know, uh, business in the back party in the front. And I think a mullet uh, is, is the opposite, <laughs> right? But, but that, uh, you know, that I'd be a hopped up El Camino, but I'd still have to be able to carry my stuff to work in. Yeah, I tell you, when those things came, when those cars came out, it was like, whoa! Now that's kind of cool. I, I didn't see that coming. Yeah. You know, the utility of a pickup, but the coolness of a hot rod, uh, muscle car, if you will. Okay, I like. Yeah, nice. Yeah, six, uh, I'll say '69 El Camino SS uh, 396. Ooh, '69! What a great year too. Well, one of the things that these events and Chattanooga is a key one is raising money for giving back and helping people and 
you know, the proceeds from this event go to support neuroscience research through what's called the 50 Plus Foundation. I'll put a link to that on Ray's show notes page if you're not aware of who they are. Uh, fundraising is going to go to the Neuroscience Center at CHI, CHI Memorial um, and the Innovation Foundation Neuroscience. Um, what does that mean for you, for somebody that's attending this and is an integral part of this, of giving back and helping others in need? Because they raise a ton of money in this event for these two. Uh, services. You know, again, it's very important and it just goes to show, you know, from the automotive industry, they're very, very benevolent people. You know, they're not trying to suck the money out of everything and put in their pocket. They're doing, they're doing a good thing for our hobby and they're doing a good thing for the community and they are making a difference. I, I was able to meet a young lady. I've got a daughter of my own, so it hit close to home while my daughter rides horses. This young lady was riding horses and, and had a, a, you know, a bit of a tragedy when she was unfortunately kicked by a horse and received a very serious head injury. And her, her recovery was amazing. And she is racing cars now. And I, I've, I've spoken to her. So wow. you know, it, th- there's an example where that money and that science and the research and thing is going, uh, going to good use. And, you know, we're, you, you know, it, it is our duty as, as, People, we get we get blessed enough to be put on this planet for a while. You know, you've got to you, you can't just constantly take. You've got to give back. And I'm really proud uh, to be involved with a lot of people um, from the automotive industry that, that give a lot back. Well, one thing I want to bring up here, you know, you're an avid car collector. Of course, we mentioned you're a consultant, motorsports, automotive related business. But you have the Everham Family Foundation, uh, Racing for a Reason. And I want you to talk a little bit about this because very cool what you're doing. We do. We have Everham Family Racing for a Reason. We help a lot of um, little charities. But, you know, my son uh, is a, a very unique person. He's a um, leukemia survivor. So we've helped a lot. Uh, with there uh, from from um, blood related children's cancers, we have helped support the Ronald McDonald houses across America here in Charlotte uh, specifically because back there was a time when we really didn't have a lot of money and and had to stay in uh, the Ronald McDonald houses and wasn't for those folks we probably would have been sleeping in our cars on the street somewhere and uh, now uh, Ray J is autistic. So we work with a, uh, we have an Ignite program. We've started clubhouses, uh, one in Davidson, North Carolina, another in, Char- in uh, Raleigh, another in Greensboro, but helping young adults with autism transition into the community and just trying to raise awareness about, uh, you know, people that are on the autism spectrum. So, you know, as I said, these are, these are, these are things that are near and dear to my heart, but, but again, would not be able to do what we've done without the support of uh, friends in the motorsports and, and automotive community. Oh, that's tremendous. Is there? Do you have a website where people can go and learn more or help? Uh, we, normally, if you go to the uh, ASNC, the Autism Society of North Carolina, and then just uh, punch in Ignite, that's our our um, our website uh, for them. Or you know, we, we are uh, just you know from Everham Family Racing for a reason. Uh, normally, we, we would. You could contact us through our Big Iron Garage website, you know, or through me personally. You know, you know, I'm just Ray at RayEbernham.com. So. There we go. Awesome. Awesome what you guys are doing. Now, I do like to ask guests about great books, and you mentioned uh, Trophies and Scars. When will this book be coming out? 
Well, we're still working on it now, but it will be for sale. Unfortunately, it won't be till December of uh, 2023, mm-hmm. but but we're really excited about it. Joe Garner is a gentleman who's written several books. Most recently, he wrote the book for my buddy there, Jeff Gordon. And we're uh, we're taking the time to go through this and do it. it it's a book that's not just going to be about, hey, here's Ray Abraham's career. You know, as I said, you can Google that, but telling those stories behind the scenes of those ups and downs and hoping that everybody can learn something through there. Like we talked about, hey, what would you... Do you know, and how I've handled certain situations, whether that was from my racing or from my injuries or you know from from the transition from the number twenty four car uh, to the Dodge to, to television. So, um, and then obviously dealing with um, with with things that people face, you know, with, with Ray J being sick or you know divorce or uh, things like that. You know, really giving an idea what 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 what's it been like fifty years of racing. You know, this year is my fiftieth year in racing. Incredible. Well, my hat's off to you. I had a, a great guest on the show, Jade Gers, who wrote a book that's pretty recent this year, Al Unser Jr.'s book, A Checkered Past. Which, a fantastic book. Fantastic oh, incredible, book. Incredible book yeah. when you read that. And yeah. I had many guests on the show who know uh, little Al personally and say, you know, he was so involved. And Jade said, yeah, he was involved. It's his voice. And, you know, we see those of us who look back at people like you and little Al and all the stars in racing, we think, what a perfect life. Everything is so perfect. And then, well, no, <laughs> it's not. It's challenges. It's, it's things that demons and all this stuff. So uh, you have to come back on the show when that book comes out. We can talk about it. How's that sound? I'd love to. Love okay, to. that'd be great. So I'm going to enable you before I let you go today to go on what I call the ultimate drive. We play a little fantasy game here. I'm going to park anything in your garage, any car in the world. Doesn't matter how much it costs. You can take it anywhere. But here's the key. You can take anybody with you or a couple people if you want, even somebody from the past who's no longer with us, which opens up a world of opportunities here to this ultimate drive. So for a guy who's been on many ultimate drives, Ray, what does a fantasy ultimate drive look like for you? Wow. You know, that that is probably the hardest question that you've asked me because I really want to say something intelligent to <laughs> say, hey, I'd really like to be with this with Einstein and, and, <laughs> and ask him questions or Vince Lombardi or, you know, Martin Luther King, who are all three of those guys were are very much heroes of, of mine when you talk about mentors and things. You know, I've read quite a lot about all three of them and respect them for different reasons, you know. Uh, but, but you know, again, I'd love to say Lombardi or Einstein or, or, or Martin Luther King. But I'm going to tell you, hell, it'd probably be Elvis and we'd be riding in a Cadillac. Elvis, be like, Man, I love it. <laughs> I couldn't help it that that we I'd, I'd blow off all those things I want to learn and seem smart just to just to, just to ride in a Cadillac with Elvis and ask him, dude, what was it like? <laughs> yeah, you know, I I just recently watched that new Elvis movie and it was it was very much a different kind of film than I thought it would be. Uh, I really kind of dove into you know the tough part of his life and and what he had to deal with. But it all, it also finally showed that that he was the true genius. You know, I mean, obviously he was used by people, but he was he was a I mean he was honestly just a, a musical genius. Yeah, I mean just God given talent that you know yeah. whoever thought in all the adversity and so forth so now there's a unique answer to that question i like that taking a ride with elvis and a cadillac very cool well you've taken us on a incredible ride today ray i can't thank you enough for being a guest here on cars yeah before i let you go could you share some words of inspiration a mantra a quote something that maybe that has helped you be so successful well you know some something that that rings true and everything that i say you know is 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 and I owe this to Pat Riley, right? So his book, The Winner Within, is is, a, is an incredible book for anybody building a team. But 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 true teams, true relationships, you know, um, anything successful, any kind of successful relationship, whether it's 
with, with, with your, your wife, your, your, your family, your, your team is built on trust, honesty, and respect. Mm. And, you know, th- those things ring true for me. And I always add that third deal and success. If you really want to be successful, you've got to be committed. And, yep. and that's, that's, that, that's, uh, you might need to look that one up. A lot of people look at it differently, but there's only one definition to yep. it. And, and if you really want to be successful, you have to be committed. Very nicely said. How can people follow along with you and learn more about you? I'm on Instagram. I'm, I'm uh, Ray, Ray Abraham, uh, Ray Abraham on Instagram. I'm on, uh, I'm on Twitter. They've got our, our, our shop, a big iron garage can follow along. We're actually getting ready to do our Americana live car show that, that raises a, a good bit of money for our Ignite program here in Davidson. That's the Saturday of, of Thanksgiving weekend. But, you know, probably the social media is, is the best way to follow us along and, and come out to Chattanooga and come shake my hand. Well, there you go. Again, this is the annual Chattanooga Motor Car Festival. Again, it takes place October 14th through the 16th. Go to their website, ChattanoogaMotorCars.com to get tickets and learn a whole lot more. This is an event, if you can get to, you have got to be there. And again, a big shout out. Thank you to Judy for connecting me with Ray today. You're right. She does know everybody. Ray, thanks for being so generous today with your time, your expertise, and for sharing your experiences. Until we talk again, I'll see you at the Chattanooga Motor Car Festival. Sounds great. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah.